0: Hi, welcome to Rhetoric Rabbit Hole. Thanks for joining us. We got Jacob Wilson, my good friend. How are you doing today?
1: I'm brilliant. So this weekend's been really good and I'm really excited for this.
0: Yeah, so this is, this took a bit of finagling um, just to get everyone together, so I'm really glad we were able to, that the the, the stars aligned and uh, we were able to make this happen. I also got uh, David, Phil, and Neef, today. How you guys doing? <laughs> doing <well. laughs> okay, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and give the floor to Jacob if you want to go ahead and show us some stuff.
1: Yeah, I wanted to demonstrate uh, two things that show influence. Uh, when most people think of influence, they think of it as a kind of um, dream logic kind of thing where you can vaguely influence people to do things. Uh, but this is very precise and very well calculated. It isn't always 100 percent because that is just the nature of influence. Um, some people can be influenced more than others. Um, it's not a bad thing either way, whether you're easy to be influenced or not. Um, but the more people there are, the easier it is. So uh, hoping this works perfectly. Um, so, I'll start off with these. These are two piles of tarot cards. Uh, there's five of them, and they're just the same in each pile. So, I need to choose someone to help me. Uh, Neef, would you like to help me? Can you see things clearly on my screen?
0: Uh, Neef, we do not got your audio.
2: Uh, there we go. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I see one deck that looks darker than the other, actually. Yeah.
1: Um, So when it comes to actually showing things, I'll hold them up really close. Um, First of all, can you just choose one of these? One of these is going to be mine. One of them is going to be yours. So can you choose which one you want to be yours?
2: I will take the dark deck. The The dark one. one Okay,
1: so this one is mine. I'm going to mix mine up. Sorry, I don't want to knock that one about. I've mixed my one up. And if you were here, you'd be able to do this physically, but unfortunately you're not. So I'm going to go through card by card and you're going to say whether you want to keep it or switch it with the next card. So first one, keep or switch? Uh, keep. Keep. Keep or switch? Keep. Keep. Keep or switch? Switch. Switch. Now, just to show it very clearly. Okay, and there's only one left, so we're going to have to keep that. And one more time. Keep or switch? Switch. Switch. Keep or switch? Uh, keep. Keep. Keep Keep or switch? Uh, switch. Switch. And then that's the last one, so this goes down. And uh, to make it a little bit more difficult, uh, Philip, can you join in and do two as well? Keep or switch? Uh, switch. 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 Or switch
3: switch switch
1: and then there's only one left so i have to keep and one more time keep a switch keep switch and then keep keep and there's one left so keep okay praying this works the first cards match you see that
0: okay yeah
1: Second cards, match. Wow. Third cards, both Justice. Well done, man. Second to last, both the Hangman. And the last ones are both the Queen of Wands. So, yeah, that's an example of like um, precise influence. It wasn't vague. It wasn't getting you to choose something. It was deciding a series of keep, switch, keep, switch, keep, switch. And a lot of people don't realize that influence can get so precise, even from small things. Um, The next example, because it's near Halloween, I use the Satanic Bible. I don't know if any of you guys own this, but you can see that. Is
2: that um, Crowley's Satanic Bible or is that Rushdie's?
1: Uh, this is uh anton levay's
2: okay
1: all right yeah i see it's not doctored or anything it's the just 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 the original i was
2: actually having a discussion the other day about
0: satanic sorry i'm just
1: gonna turn this up because i can't hear you properly
0: yeah we can get a little more audio all right
1: okay um
2: so damn loud over here
1: I'm going to use this very garish golden deck of cards, actually made of gold, um, as a kind of number generator. Um, so, first, David, can I use you? I'm going to go across like this. And touch use, you. Him. use him as, and as you
0: please.
1: You're going to say stop on some card. All right. Say it with the stress. <laughs> Oh. this one
0: yeah sure actually the previous one right before that this one yeah yeah right there. okay
1: you can look at it all right okay if i always put it down it's okay if i see it that's fine and uh alex you'll do the next one because i haven't used you next uh i haven't used
0: you yet <laughs> use me yes <laughs> and stop this one here uh one back one
1: one backwards so this one here right there sure yep okay Just again look at it mm-hmm. yep see all right okay so you have a nine and a five and uh alex you can choose whether you want it to be 95 or 59 because it's going to be a page in here <laughs> uh
0: 59
1: 59 okay it's fairs, fares. On page 59, I'm going to go for the top left word. So the first word on the page. So let's go to page 59. And uh, so first we'll show that it's page 59 I'm on. Is it focusing?
0: Yeah, focus.
1: Okay. And um, the top word on that page is... Uh, can you read that?
0: Diabolus.
1: Yep. I don't know if you notice, I have this big bottle right here, and it's remained there. There's nothing in my hands. I'm going to unscrew the top. And do you see in the top here, there's a little bit of paper?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And empty. what the
3: fuck
1: man that's nuts <laughs> well done brilliant <laughs> okay well I'll turn my camera off now and clean up this mess um but yeah thanks for participating and uh that's a demonstration of two different kinds of influence
0: that's awesome for the if rest didn- of the podcast that wasn't Ooh. any sleight
1: of hand that was no no that, that was all pure yeah no sleight of hand it's way so close to my hands
0: it's working like a puppet yeah <laughs> that's brilliant man um the main I'm thing glad, is that these...
2: i'm glad that you used um not at oh, i guess we put it non sleight of hand i hesitate to say magic trick mm. um but you know the the term of what it is it ends up being mathematic um I'm glad that you used that to talk about influence because what you did was you managed to actually pull the ideas out of a mythical place and bring Mm -hmm. them a little bit more on a science plane because if you were to do mythics, then you leave a lot of holes in. uh, Yeah.
1: A lot of people do influence things like this and then trying to pass it off as, um, Genuine magic, or or something right. like it, and to be fair, the people doing it, they might believe that they are actually, you know, they might have tricked themselves somehow. But right. um, yeah, Th- these kinds of things can be used for a rather large scale. Like like wherever we go, uh, in, in in the modern day, we're being influenced somehow, some way. Uh, a lot of the times, that is good. You know, being influenced, like not to smoke, for example. Uh, like in public spaces um, where it has like the no smoking signs. You know, most people don't register that there are no smoking signs. They just kind of know the general areas that you can't. Um, But it can be used in more more malicious ways, like um, getting a certain group of people to vote a certain way or getting people to buy certain products. Um, And there are also certain factors that make people more more likely to be influenced. Um, So one of them is if there's people around them um so for example when i do uh things on stage i get a group of people up on stage with me um a group of people are a lot easier to influence and if they're on stage they get nervous and they'll automatically look to the person who is most confident for guidance um in everyday life that will usually be a boss or something while on stage it would be me because i am comfortable being on stage and usually they are quite nervous right
0: you set the conditions
1: yeah exactly um, and there are many ways to set, um, set conditions so that people are more likely to be influenced. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Like I say, I think it's part of human nature and be like, like I can be influenced. Um, and it's mostly to do with how we are socially it's a good thing. If we, if we were unable to be influenced, I think we would essentially be like reptile-brained, which would not make for a fun society. It, it, it sounds real similar to um,
2: the argument that people make, and a lot of people can get a, take it wrong when you talk about the instinctive idea to be prejudiced. Yeah. You're like, I'm not prejudiced. I don't judge. I don't judge. But the fact is, is that you do. Yeah. Because you're a living thing, and you're trying not to die eye for one thing and so you have to judge the surroundings you make a prejudgment looking out the window before you go outside it's sunny i think it's hot i walked outside Mm. it's fucking cold my prejudice was wrong yeah hence all the way down to what we can control
1: and i i agree with you there prejudice can be a um a good thing if used correctly the the reason we have these heuristics are for survival reasons um and you know, being judgmental as well, two of the best people I know are judgmental. They just have very good judgments. They have refined their judgments over years <laughs>
0: to be useful. Um, yes, uh, yes um, that was my bit. Uh, I think this is a, a good segue to get into what we wanted to talk about next. Um, so you and I, Jacob, just recently had a very lengthy conversation um, Uh, about the the future overall but um different different ways to navigate that future and you had an interesting system that you uh had been bouncing around um yeah and i thought it'd be interesting if uh you bounced it off of these guys as well so i want to go ahead and give you a minute uninterrupted to sort of lay that out and then we can make it like a general discussion
1: okay um well i'll start off with a small disclaimer um, I am no expert in economy, I am no yeah, we're expert in social studies, um, I am unqualified, and these are the opinions of a layman. Um, these are what basically, it comes from my common sense and seeing issues in the world today. Um, and I think there are a lot of issues in the world today, and we have come a very long way from going from feudalism uh, to capitalism mostly, um, and it's made society better overall is it it's human nature to keep wanting to refine things and make them better so just because we've made a functioning system doesn't mean we should strive for a better economy for um a, a, a better um, livelihood for everybody and i think a good system is one that makes the most people happy um if, if there's a system and by system i'm talking about economies mostly here um but it it could be you know voting systems and like systems in general if it makes a few people very happy that is not better than making lots of people slightly happy i think it should be fair for it to be um uh, for for it to be a useful thing to add to society um so yeah those are kind of the principles i'm basing this off um and the critiques i have with uh capitalism as as a current system i think there's so many issues it can be hard to uh, talk about them because there's so many and a lot of the issues are also almost seen as a positive um they're they're spun and there's lots of excuses for them um so i'll start talking about this in a uh, more rigid way okay okay so under our current system of capitalism it's it's not capitalism isn't everywhere in the world, um, but generally is an unfair system um it allows people to get power through luck and exploitation and i'm going to use power as a kind of term for money because it isn't always money that is power but money is power if you have enough money then you'll be able to um do whatever you want you know if, if you have enough if you had in your bank account the the net worth of the united states you'd be able to pretty much do whatever you want um so money is power and one of the issues with capitalism is that it allows people who are not voted power to gain it uh for example uh, jeff bezos he has a lot of money and no one voted for him to have that power and yet he has the power to do essentially whatever he wants um bill gates um He has the ability to donate massive amounts to different organizations, such as the World Health Organization. He donated more than the U.S. this year, and he has a lot of influence over the World Health Organization because of that. But no no one ever voted for him to have this influence. So if you believe in democracy, then you should believe that there should be a cap on how much money you can make, because if you're making more than that, it means that you have too much influence that no one voted for. Um, or maybe put in a system where you vote for people to be rich. Uh, essentially, that's what the government is. You're voting for a certain group of people to have enough money to enforce laws. Um, is, that, is that agreed on so far? Do you have any disagreements there?
2: No disagreements here.
0: Okay. So oh, those no. are like the... the... Well,
2: terminology-wise, um, I don't agree that a government is there for people to vote on. Oh yeah? oh, yeah. Not at all what a government is. I mean, that's might be what it was perceived to be or what they're trying to convince us as, but that's yep. not at all what it's ever been
0: asking. Okay.
2: But um, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah,
1: I, um, and there's, there's a like, lot and
2: a lot of what you're saying, I agree with as far as terminology wise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do apologize if I say some words if, wrong. No, um, it's not a problem. I appreciate that you're as, as humble about this because I'm yeah. used to not I'm not used to talking to people as level about it and saying, hey, this is just an idea. I'm just throwing this out. So, yeah, continue. I don't want to interrupt you. I don't want to stop. Oh, you.
1: oh thank you. Um, so these are essentially the axioms of, uh, of, of my idea and why I think my idea would um, well, I wouldn't say essentially mine, but um, why this would be a, uh, a useful step in the right direction. Now, it's also important to note that when it comes to uh, how to plan a government, how to plan uh, the economy, how to make decisions based on taxes, there are correct answers. They are not always up to opinion. You can say this decision will improve my economy and you can do research to simulate what different things will do and then choose the correct option. It's, it's not necessarily a political matter, because um, in my view, um, politics is generally more opinion based it might be just an economic matter where there is an actual factual correct answer on how to plan your economy Um, and there are measures of how successful different countries are Uh, for example uh, social mobility is a measure of how easy it is to go between the classes it's a measure of meritocracy usually so in a country where it doesn't matter if you're poor you can learn a skill market your skill and then work your way up the ladder and get rich um that is um a sign of a meritocracy and there every country is ranked on on their meritocracy using the um, social mobility index um and at the moment denmark's number one uh denmark is number one for several reasons um it has free education totally if you're an older person education they'll pay you to have an education because you might be an adult and not be able to get education about working. So in Denmark, they'll pay you as if it's a job for you to get educated. Rather than focusing fully on the youth, it is free for the youth. They want to get um, the older people an education so that everyone has a chance to um, get one, get a good job. Um, another thing is that they pay everyone generally more in Denmark. And I'm using Denmark also as an example because I lived there for two years. So I've kind of seen what it is like over there. And um, everyone, like, you earn more if you're a doctor than if you work in a shop. But if you do work in a shop, you will get a living wage. You'll be able to you're, buy a house. Is there a minimum food. wage? There is a minimum wage, yes. Okay. Um, however, there, you can sometimes get more from benefits than from the minimum wage, which people in Denmark like to cite as a problem. However, it doesn't seem to be too big of an issue when you look at it from a standpoint. Like, technically, you can play the system and get more by not working. Um, However, people don't. People feel, because of social pressures, people feel like not working is bad, so they'll go out and get a job. Same reason why you don't need to become a doctor to earn a living wage, but people do, because it gives you, you know, it makes them feel good about themselves. And some people like helping people.
0: There are certainly some people like that, sure.
1: Yeah, there are some people who do just like working the system and don't like working. Um, And you know, I know a few in real life, I wouldn't say they're bad people. Um, They just, they they don't enjoy working. And that is something where lazy people are things that uh, people tend to judge them very harshly. And I'm not gonna comment whether that's good or bad. Um, I think if you're having a country, you're gonna have to plan for lazy people who just don't wanna work. And you might think that if someone's lazy, then they should just die because they're not willing to work for what they, you know, um, you know, consume. That is um, your part, what you can produce.
2: Let's yeah, I, I think.
0: Thing. I will yeah. have to.
2: I have to uh, tell you my uh, one of my tundra stories based around that right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. that would be an interesting thing. I want to bring it back. Um, so, uh, let I just want to put the focus back on. Um, why don't you lay out your system
1: yeah sorry this was all groundwork no, you're good you're why good. i think my system will be good i can i um, can
0: just start talking and like uh get on yeah. tangents and ramble and lose my point. so uh yeah. Yeah. thank you, <laughs> you back, um
1: so in my view a government is essentially a uh, a company of sorts with a bit of an erratic ceo due to voting but it's essentially a company with a bunch of sub companies inside of it which are the um you know actual companies that you go and buy things from um and you can see you can essentially run a country like a business um it, it, in my view that's kind of what the axiom of this is based on and because of that Real you quick, can are you, are you saying uh, as your ideal I, i'm go- saying that i think a government's goal is to okay. earn money like a business okay i'm just
2: I, i'm just trying to clarify um yeah. And you're saying with sub companies, does that mean all other would be private business?
1: Yeah, I'm saying private businesses work, they don't actually work within the government, but they work within the laws that the government sets. So I'm counting them as a sub company. Um, And you can simulate what would be good for a country within a business. So for example, uh, most companies, work on a kind of monarch system with the CEO being a King. And then they divvy up land between different Lords, um, which would be the different department stores, um, or whatever they're using suppliers, you know, for example, some companies work on a, um, more communist system, uh, like Walmart, for example, they have a planned economy. Um, uh, planned economy is essentially where they have computers crunch the numbers and see what should go where and obviously everything is one brand their own company brand like communism um and the difference between that kind of communism and the communism that came before that was really horrible is that they have computers that can exactly allocate resources where they are needed and they also have the goal of being good they're not like a dictator they can't be an evil company i mean that can be debated but on the whole companies are not allowed to just enslave their workers um so there are some regulations there that make the companies kind of like the best version of communism that could exist um amazon is another example the, um, the way it works is real quick hmm? um i want to
2: clarify you're saying that former versions of communism were hmm. ineffective basically due to the lack of the technology like uh i'm saying two things to due be to the to... Like I, mean, I understand d- I understand it if if that I just want to make sure that that's what yeah. you're saying. Now that um, we have computers that can actually process the data that needs to be processed in order
0: to make something like that work. it can work now.
1: Yes, I think there's two issues of
0: communism in general. Having one I, I would also just like to make a point real quick. Uh, what we're talking about at this point is not actually communism anymore. We're talking about a robot dictatorship. Because economy- yeah uh, i'm talking about planned economy um that people have no
1: say in where resources are right. allocated the computers do it for them so people- by
0: definition we're not actually talking about communism it's actually a robot is allocating resources
1: yes and i also don't really like saying communism because it has a lot of bad connotations and i don't want to be seen as a, a communist. yeah no,
0: no uh, i understand <laughs> i
2: understand um, what you're saying because a lot of people will jumble up the terminology and also when you're talking about uh economy and systems of economy and a government there is a break there because, well, let me put it, put it this way. There's more of a connection there between when you speak of a method of economy, you also have to speak of a method of enforcement of that economy. Yeah. All right. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that, but we can get it. I, I will take that. that. If ta- right. If you're, if you're talking about the economic system, that's fine. Um, just lay on the economic system regardless of how it's enforced. And mm. then after that, we can get into the nitty gritty of how it gets enforced. Cause that's usually where yeah. the shit breaks down.
1: Mm. Yeah, indeed. Like uh, a lot of things work in theory, but in practice they're impossible to enforce. Um, so my main argument is that if you look at companies um, like Walmart, like Amazon, the way they work is the reason they're so efficient and they don't waste resources is that if they realize Um, say socks are selling really well in one village and then really badly in another, their computers will automatically request it gets shipped to different places rather than having to go straight through the supplier. And everything comes from the main suppliers, um, which means there isn't competition between different departments to uh, different stores to try and get um, the most product from suppliers. There's essentially a, um, a coordination between all the information, all the different departments and it makes things a lot more efficient. Uh, To contrast this, uh, we can look at Sears, which is a company that tried to go for a capitalist uh, company. They made their departments kind of compete with each other with the capitalist mindset of it'll make them all better. They'll all innovate, they'll all try and outcompete each other. And in theory, that would seem to work. In practice, it meant that lots of places got overstocked, lots of places got understocked, and it caused a lot it caused a lot of wasted resources uh with the actual stores because they wouldn't communicate with their sister stores uh they wouldn't say when they needed something and they also wouldn't talk with the main company they outsourced a lot of their jobs from the main company to cheaper alternatives and rather than making um uh a um communication a goal between stores they made it com- competitive um and it caused a lot of weird issues as well with the magazine where like you'd see dirt bikes next to wedding dresses because they were competing with space on the magazine. Um, It did not do well for the company and it lost a lot of money. There was a lot of wasted resources. And it also meant that the richer, uh, the richer stores, the stores that were doing the most efficiently, just absolutely trampled the smaller stores, um, which I think you can see the comparisons I'm about to make um, with, actual companies in in our current society Uh, rich companies tend to stay rich Uh, poor companies struggle it is possible to um gain money gain momentum climb the ladder things like that but it requires a lot of luck it does not require pure skill and um it also requires a lot of uh overcoming a lot of unseen barriers um there are Lots of studies showing the kind of inherent human biases when it comes to buying products, when it comes to who you're going to hire. And these small biases have massive impacts when you give people pure free choice. Um, Capitalism promotes um, making money over pretty much anything else, over innovation. And you only need to look at the slew of uh, crappy sequels. Uh, Companies are more likely to make a crappy sequel than something risky and original um in health um now for example with health um sorry i'm rambling a bit here but uh companies will be fine selling unhealthy food as long as it makes them money even if it costs society as a whole in medical care um this isn't so much of an issue in america where you pay for your own medical care the government does not pay for it uh but that's an example um there are things the government does pay for and uh let me
2: interject real quick Yeah. Um, Health, dietary, and the government "quote unquote" not paying for healthcare here Mm -hmm. is a huge fucking problem here. Yeah, it is one of our number one problems, but it is masked over, and that's why when the rest of the world sees it, they don't understand. It is our number one, probably our number one problem. It's been since the 70s. I'll get Mm -hmm. to that later.
1: Okay, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, my main point is that if you um, go under a capitalist system, a few individual companies or people will get very wealthy and, they, and it will seem like everyone is able to do that. Um, however, most people, the, the average person is not going to have a, uh, a very good time. And it also promotes um, things that will make people rich, Um, but it will cost society as a whole. It will make your population, say, unhealthy or poor. Um, And once again, to contrast this, you can look at countries like Denmark, basically all of Scandinavia seems to do everything relatively correct. And they do have a capitalist system. However, they're also extremely socialist when it comes to taxes, when it comes to um, um, allocating resources. Uh, their tax is insanely high, by the way. It's about fifty percent at a minimum, um, and they really heavily tax their rich people. Um, and they put okay. basically all the uh, sorry, you want to say that? what
0: what what country are we talking about?
1: Uh, Denmark.
0: Denmark. Okay. Uh, but
1: basically, any Scandinavian country—Sweden, uh, Norway—they all do similar things, tax and they're insane all... in those countries. Yes, like uh, they, they are. And some people see that as a bad thing. Uh, but because all that money goes straight back to the people, um, if you like people don't care, you don't really notice the half your money going to the government, um, cause the government allocates it so nicely. Um, and there's a million and one social programs there to get help, to get free uh, free healthcare, to get free education.
0: So, uh, um, can I interject real quick? Um, is that when you say you don't notice the government? taking half your money because they reallocate it so well when you say that do you feel like that's um do you feel like that's a personal anecdote or is that the general consensus i have not met anyone
1: who's complained about taxes in denmark but that is still anecdotal because i didn't do a survey of the whole of denmark right yeah um however the general attitude seems to be you earn what you earn like in denmark you also paid more on average so um it kind of bounced up like um Rather than it, you are getting paid less because half the money is going to the government. Um, however, you don't really see it as you're getting paid less because that's just what you're getting paid. You know, you don't think, oh, it would be nice if I could double this.
2: This is one of the reasons why using other countries to compare to really any other country is faulty as anything, especially using America. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest arguments with Scandinavian countries is, is you got to look at, you know, people bring up all the things that they are, have in common, but one of the things that they leave out is the population size, the um, lack of racial diversity. All yep. of those countries are extremely and I despise use the term because I don't like racial terms, white. And, yep. and when I say white I mean in the views of the world and society. Yep. They are extremely white countries. And so when a lot of people say you start jumping into the grounds of you're starting to sound like somebody you know from germany a long time ago people start getting real worried because yep. they're like well uh, you're saying that everybody should be like these people these toe-headed white people running around that are all yep. living perfect and
1: i you know i actually agree with you a lot there i mean in denmark the i it, it's something ridiculous like 89 percent of people were uh, have uh their ancestry in denmark uh, or another scandinavian country when i went there Over two years, I saw two Islamic people, and uh, I'm pretty sure those are the only non-white people I saw. And I traveled around the country; I didn't stay in one place. Wow, a place for me. (laughs) But um, I will say they don't um, discourage foreigners from going there. I mean, maybe socially, but uh, not legally. Um, So. It just seems to be. I, I'm not sure why there is a lack of diversity there, because they're doing all the things every other country is doing. I think it's because they're maybe less known. Um,
2: well, that's where when we people don't drop your debut, Phil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when, when people are thinking of places to uh, like uh, immigrate to, which leads to diversity, I, I, I guess people think of like England, like uh, America. I, I don't actually understand why. Um, there is a lack of diversity in, in in Denmark and the
2: other Scandinavians. There's there's a lot of um, I can get into that. I don't want to jump off of your topic. You know of, of your breakdown. Um, um, I will quickly. I just want to interject, but I, I bring that up later. I can get into that and I can tell you ah. one of my reason my reasoning behind it.
0: You got about a, nice. you got about a minute and a half, Neep, and then we're gonna take a break and come back. Cool deal. Um, Okay,
1: I'll just quickly uh, finish off by saying I don't think Denmark, the Scandinavian countries are the model of what to be. I think they're a good step in the right direction, but I think we can do a lot better. And I think that'd be a massive overhaul of the system and turning it into a planned economy. So there's only one brand of everything, government brand. It won't impede on on freedom, at least it shouldn't, because you can still travel wherever you want. Um, It would stop... Um, random businesses, um, which uh, might make you feel uncomfortable because you're always used to, people can make their own businesses and um, there are lots of diversity in businesses, but you have to realize that there's not really as much diversity in businesses as it seems. Um, like take like Apple, for example, they're, 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 there's usually a few companies that have a big monopoly and they use that to their advantage to make more money. Um, like Apple taking away the headphone jack and then selling you special earphones.
0: That was ridiculous. That here, was not me. And um, we're going to have to uh, take a break and okay. come back in just a second. I'll send you guys another uh, Zoom link. Okay. Sorry to cut you off like that. And we're back. Uh, before we went to break, uh, Jacob was um, telling about telling us about his plans for a robot dictatorship. Essentially, uh, in which a robot uh, reallocates resources for us. Um, and um, you were saying that Walmart, has, this is a system Walmart's implemented, and
1: Amazon and most major companies that have access to a lot of data.
0: Um, and, uh, in the break, uh, Philip had a, uh, a, a, an epiphany, a, a light bulb, a spark of brilliance, if you will.
1: I will. <laughs>
3: So it, it, it was, yes, it, it was quite brilliant, if I do say so myself. So, <clears throat> what we, what I feel like we need to do as the American people, uh, is we need to band together and create what we will call the uh cybercratic party, and that will be uh, everything is run by computers completely, 100%. We'll get rid of cash will actually use. Uh, well, it was your suggestion. Dogecoin seems pretty legit since I own stock. In <laughs> you said Sorry. Bitcoin, and I, I was said like, no, no, yeah, no. I no. said Bitcoin.
0: Um, yeah,
3: Dogecoin is yeah, Doge, much better, yeah. <laughs> and since I own stock in it, it makes sense to play yeah, that. Right? I mean, so. yeah. <laughs>
0: Come on now. <laughs> Thank you. <dude. laughs> yes.
2: Okay. I mean, and upon this new cybercratic party i'm gonna go ahead and jump the gun and you know elect myself nominate myself as you know a candidate <laughs> but not to run as the head of it
3: right the head of it can only be the computer though that's right the, just, that's the thing yeah
2: i just want to be the uh what the
0: prime minister yeah oh, okay
1: would the will it be like a, a i just Lawrence, want to be
0: you know? I, I i vote myself as treasurer I will um, give all the resources and
1: money. The vice um, president would be a great programmer. Um, but but yeah, I mean, in my view, I do think very highly of computers. Uh, they, they don't tend to make mistakes. They're very good at calculating things that we, we don't have time for, and they don't get bias. Um, I think I think computers are, I mean, someone is making and programming the computers and maintaining them, uh, but I think letting computers allocate resources for us in everyday scenarios would be quite uh, syn- synergetic. like it would make the whole country work so closely knit and well together that uh, I think it would actually improve the economy a lot. Um, but it, I mean I might be wrong I might be totally well, I'm very willing to change my mind if there's some fatal flaw. No, I, I
0: have need. a lot to say. Uh, no, one thing if- how,
2: real quick, how familiar are you with artificial intelligence?
1: I know it from a mathematical standpoint. I've never built an AI. I have a friend who has built AI, but only simple AI. Um, and I am not necessarily sure that AI would need to be used for, for this endeavor because it's resource allocation. It doesn't really require too much creativity. Um, although
0: it requires, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to,
2: I'm fielding your understanding, mm. you know, so that way I would, if we're yeah. talking about things later, yeah. I know yeah. where you're um,
1: at. I, I only am really familiar with maths, not computer
0: science. Um. Um, so something we talked about before, I think. Uh, so uh, first of all, there's a lot more that comes into play uh, for a country than a company. I understand running a country like it's a company, but it's literally not the same thing there is more factors at play besides allocating resources, right? So you could use it. I understand using an AI for that aspect of it, but you would still need a system of governance, right? Or would you be using AI for that as well?
1: Um, it sort of varies. Um, so the computer is used so that every store, because um, every store would be government-owned in this ideal in this kind of ideal, um, so the, the 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 computer is more of a, a means of allocating resources resources so that people get what they want, and there's no famishes. You know, the, one of the big issues with um, pretty much any economic system is um, distribution. You know, there's usually enough of things to go around, but it's distributed very poorly. And a computer can literally just solve that problem. It knows where things need to be. If you say, oh, there's this many people in this place, they need to have this many things each. The computer can just do that for a whole country. Um, There would need to be a government obviously setting laws, maintaining things. Uh, There'd need to be humans at some point. Um, Computers can't make laws. Um, However, I I think... um, Artificial intelligence, definitely.
2: can make laws
1: yeah that is true i
2: just questioned
1: the um and um uh here in america it has has it oh really that is fascinating i know artificial intelligence made music i did not realize they have become lawmakers um this goes back to your original opening uh your opening
2: display about um influence
1: yeah um but yeah i i just think under a system where people are not worrying about um distributing things like, now i will say that a big issue of this practically is that it loses a lot of jobs it loses pretty much all logistic jobs um and it gets replaced with essentially computer maintenance um however in this system um there would be a lot of it would be very cheap to get resources from one place to another. Um, it it wouldn't be like, because at the moment, uh, capitalism kind of relies on a pinball system of like companies existing and then you know allocating things, but then kind of randomly and there's no organization to it because it's a free market. In this planned economy, everything works very tightly together, so it's a lot cheaper um, to to get places to and fro, and um, even though it puts a lot of people out of work. Um, in theory, you might be able to make food essentially free because there's not really any need to charge them for the cost of, um, it like, it production. Is. Huh?
2: Food is free.
1: Food is free? Oh, well, yes, you can grow it and things right. <laughs>
3: For the most part.
1: Yeah, you can it's grow really food. Um, <laughs> I mean, but most people are too busy to grow food and cook their own food and things like that.
2: Which are busy um, doing, doing what working to go make money to go purchase food that they could be growing and
1: yeah, cooking. yeah. I, I see, I have a big issue with the, the work culture in, in the world at the moment. It's, it's used to make a lot of people seem very worthless, and people who are seen as productive members of society usually aren't happy. They don't have enough free time to do what they want, and they usually are not living so healthily because they don't have the time to live healthily um and the people who really take care of themselves and actually have enough money to really enjoy life tend to be rich people who have a bit too much um but once again you might want to disagree on that with uh disagree with me on that
0: i'm not yeah i'm i'm not going to debate whether if that system were already in place would it be efficient uh i don't know it sounds like walmart's got some numbers on that and their predictions on it i don't know but um i think uh, and this is something we've talked about already jacob but uh, i think the biggest critique i have of this system well uh, two two major critiques uh one you're looking at uh, equality of outcome rather than equality of opportunity you're saying everyone should be happy in the end i think um that is uh perhaps i mean that that's i mean obviously that's a, a good ideal But when we talk about
2: that, on that note, first and foremost, what a government is not, is not here to guarantee happiness.
0: Mm. It sounds like Jacob's system would be, though, that that it would be taking that role on itself. And and that truly is impossible. You
2: cannot guarantee happiness because that's objective. Some people's happiness happiness is their foot on another man's throat.
1: That, that is true. Some people's happiness may rely on like murdering a lot of people, and the government can't allow for that. But what it can do is ensure most people's happiness. So, sure, it cannot cater to every person's individual needs, but a government, in theory, could make sure everyone has um, enough food and shelter and enough freedom to do things that they could possibly what, enjoy.
0: What, yeah. Uh, What what it sounds like you're saying is there are things we all agree are good, like eating and breathing.
1: Yeah. And a government can provide those things. They can't provide niches. um, But I mean, the way capitalism works right now is is pretty good. I mean, it provides you with enough money to do things you do enjoy. Like the government is not going to provide free rock climbing in case you want rock climbing, but it provides the money to do so.
0: Um, Right. So my other... um... My other critique of your system is I just don't know how it would be implemented, which maybe I'm just uh, narrow-sighted, but I don't, I don't trust any uh, system of government on Earth today to take that system and actually apply it. I think a lot of them would lie and redistribute things at their own whim. They'd say we're using this AI, but instead they... Well,
2: I, and and that's, that, that's a, the good harsh over-breakdown on that. Mm. As far as saying, you know, Alex is, you know, the the equality outcome, and I think what he's trying to say is that the an AI or a computer system. And I didn't really w- want to break off on the AI thing too much. I just wanted to see where you were, where you were familiar. Uh-huh
1: yeah my view on the i thing is more of it's a uh the the computer in this system would be a tool uh that can do things that human can't do it it wouldn't be a system of management
2: um really um if you i because i don't i don't want to come back at you with uh just an overview blast of you know the standard thing and you know and it's good that you're staying away from a lot of the terminology you know you don't want to get tossed into the idea of, you know communism or socialism or this or that yep. but it's also counter to when you're using the term capitalism mm, yes that's true. true and that's but i don't want to get too much into semantics because i understand what you're saying a lot of people misunderstand me when i get into that
1: yeah i'm trying to define things as i go in case i'm right. using the incorrect yeah. terms
2: yeah. Yeah. and people people want to put me under the flag of an anarcho-capitalist Mm. And I don't actually even like putting ism on the back of anarchy because the ism is where you begin to start to convolute things. Yep. You ismify, you know, capitalism is viewed now as a, an interest. Um, you know, that's how I feel that it is all about, like you said, capitalism is about making profit and it's only about profit ahead of everything. And that's not actually what it is. Just like when people say, you know, well, socialism is about the equality. Everybody's getting the equal thing. And I've had people argue that socialism was literally about destroying racism Mm. in in the economy or something, you know, and everybody's getting convoluted. When you look at a system of economy, it is not a system of government. okay? It is the system that is being enforced by the government the problem then is the common thing that you know a lot of people i believe in socialism say well it never worked before and a lot of them will agree that communism isn't right but socialism will work but they don't understand that socialism can only be enforced through a communism a yeah. communist government it just doesn't it won't work any other way Yep. capitalism is the least enforced what we have in america is not pure capitalism we do not have a free market at yep. all it is so highly regulated all right and a lot of the a lot of the things people point out at capitalism they're really pointing at our failed government our federal government the failure of it
1: where it
0: regulates an
1: example old. of that would that be like people critiquing, um, like just misinterpreting it's like capitalism, like, uh, uh, say drugs for example, you're, you're not allowed to sell those legally, and people might blame that on capitalism when it's actually very unrelated to capitalism. Capitalism would be fine with you selling whatever, right? Um, yeah.
2: um well, this is the idea, uh, capitalism has to do more with you're. You are not, you have the right to trade with whomever for whatever. Mm-hmm. With no third party regulation. It, it views an economic system, true anarchist view, your government system. There should be no government because I don't need anyone If I'm making a decision between myself and, you know, Alex, there's no need for Philip to have any kind of say in that decision.
0: Yeah. Philip doesn't
2: even need to know about it. Now, if if we're standing on the ground that Philip pisses on, his pissing ground, and, you know, and that's why I believe in property right, I don't believe it needs to be enforced by government. Mm -hmm you know i believe that instinct of animals understand this in the wild
0: yeah animals protect their territory
2: if you see bear marks on a tree don't hang around there or your ass is going to get fucked up and nobody's going to get mad at that bear for it nobody's going to blame the bear and say yeah. the bear was evil and he had horrible intent or he was racist and, and it's you know, on you that you just didn't know that was the bear's just, It's it's on you, and you know that's and then you get into the government where and that's a good point, Alex, because the government has this thing about ignorance of the law is no excuse,
0: right?
2: So, and this is where like, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to the AI thing when I'm telling you hey, about. I asked
1: a question about that. Yeah. In America, is ignorance of law not a legal excuse? Because in England, it is it's definitely it, no, not like, at all, not at all.
0: Well, uh, you, you can use it as a... If
2: you have a good enough attorney.
0: Right. Yeah. And what a lot
2: of people don't understand is when you see a case, they're like, this dude, this got thrown out because of this or this guy. All that's bullshit. You have to read the legal outcomes of an actual case and you will see how much bullshit we are fed by the media about what happens. Stuff gets dropped and stuff gets, people get charged and things get dropped for completely different reasons than we're told. Because you find out that the media does not have to tell you the truth. The no, government um, technically I... does, but the problem is the government enforces itself. It has the monopoly on forces. So mm-hmm. you have, in essence, me saying, of course, I'm telling you the truth. If you don't think I am, I will check myself out and throw myself in jail. (laughs) If I were to break that law, of course not, you know, so, you know, and and, and that's another uh, anarchist thing is to bring up, uh, you know, the monopoly on power, the monopoly on violence. People don't understand violence isn't just, you know, me running up somebody and hitting them. Violence is me forcibly starving them. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a great. Blocking process. them from going to do what they want to do. Yes. At some point, it come becomes violent. If they don't want to be violent, and they're in fear of me being violent, that doesn't mean I'm not being violent. That's why this, you know, like the peaceful protest. Let me block traffic. Oh, we're not being violent. Well, you kind of are because if I'm hauling my buddy or my my kid, God forbid, to the ER. Because he fucked himself up and you're blocking my path, I'm not fucking stopping.
0: <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. I'm not going to apologize and that, about it. You who caused that violence, not the person trying to get his kid to the hospital. Right. You're, you're responsible. For violence against violence. me and I reacted to it. I defended the life
2: of my child because it was in threat and you threatened it even further.
0: You might as well have him at gunpoint.
2: And I handled it.
0: Yeah. So. It has- that's a really good point. So you were a uh, violent let, while on the same line of thinking. Um, uh, okay, so <clears throat> I think um, this is not a critique of necessarily what Jake was proposing, but of socialism in general. Right, right. I don't want to jump um, too far off of that. No, 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 What? Not, not what you're saying. What I'm about to say is. Oh, okay. Um, but um, I, I think, okay. Those systems work in a small scale. You have your household socialism. Uh, the father and the mother provide for the children. They bring in resources, and that's distributed as dictatorship needed. Dictatorship around here.
1: I don't know what you mean. I'm, uh, if I have kids, I'm making them compete. And <laughs> <ask me>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, so not every household. I'm just saying that um, some households are like this. Um, that,
2: this also brings up another good point I don't want to jump too off of is Technically, we're talking about three different methods of raising our kids, and should the government be allowed to decide which one is right? That's another food th- for thought. Okay, yeah, we can
0: bring that up in a second. Like, get, come back to that. Uh, so, oh, and you can apply this to a community. It doesn't have to just be household. You have a small community. If um, one of us needs something in the group, um, as long as it's not unreasonable, it's it, the uh, like that's what you know your tribe is. You help each other out. Um, the problem, the problem when you get too large is, um, I, I'm not comfortable going up the street and asking my neighbor for something. Like, I don't even know him, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if, if he has something and he doesn't want to give it to me, what happens is, and if if I need it, the government steps in and takes it from him, right? That's what we're talking about that's that's what we're getting at, Le- and that's, violent. at that. that's violent that's violently enforced yeah whether yeah.
1: the government is built on violence if you don't do what they say they throw you into a little cell um and i mean um also quick thing about like raising children um uh, that was mentioned i don't know what uh three different things you um meant but those one of those things where I think you can actually find an empirical answer. You can raise children those different ways, study them, and find out which one is best for their health, and then enforce that one legally. And that kind of research and then enforcement can only be done by a government. Without a government, then there are going to be some messed up children walking around because oh. no one enforced them to raise their children, right?
0: There um, will be. Not,
2: well, yeah. not, the, the government doesn't research anything. Uh, scientists and universities research thing government funds things and makes laws That's yeah this kind of gets into the whole thing is when you're talking about you know government is voted by the people yep. that is that that would be saying that our a democratic system is e- is equal to a government and that is just one system a yep. government is literally i mean to, to break it down The word means mind control. Mm -hmm. It's truly what government means. It breaks down to the term, the word means control of the mind, of the mentality, of the mental state. And what it means is to harness the thought of the people into one thing, you know, whether it be for the sake of the economy, the sake of, power the sake of taking over the fucking world the sake of expanding your fucking place the sake of helping the rest of whatever it is that is what people do with governments a lot of people base things and say well if you believe in democracy and it throws them off a lot when you hear somebody say well i don't because i don't believe in democracy um democracy And I'll freak a lot of people out when I say this, the purest, a very, very pure form of democracy is a lynching.
0: That's mob. uh, What do you call that? Mob rule? Mob
2: mob rule. It's majority rules. The majority says, you know, a lot of lynchings occurred after a trial where someone was found innocent. And it wasn't always a black man. A lot of times it was a Republican. It was an abolitionist. And the town brought them up on some BS charges and they had to go through the proper channels and the judge was legit or at least I'm assuming to be legit and they would be found innocent and let free. But the rest of the town, the majority of the town said,
0: no, this motherfucker needs to hang. He's like, he's like hey guys, would- I don't think we should have the power to lynch people. And they're like, get him! Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> democracy doesn't account for most people not being experts in things um like brexit here was a um they just made it a vote i think that was silly uh brexit is a it's an economic decision one it's nothing to do with politics it doesn't say anything about who can come in and out of the country it was just pure economics who are we trading with and they should have had experts decide that which one would be better for the country are y'all
2: going to be involved with the eu and I've had arguments with people here about it, and a lot of them don't understand. We have a similar situation with, I have to explain to them that most of our oil wars and things are based around that. Mm -hmm. It's about the control of the economy. It's about our money, our money system. Oil can't be traded on this planet unless it's done with the American dollar.
0: Mm -hmm. So you're back in England now, Jacob? Yeah, yes I am. Uh, So how is the economy there, post-Brexit?
1: uh i mean i don't i i on a a micro scale i'm not noticing too much of a difference i mean i know a lot of people have been laid off work due to covid um and that's caused a lot of strife that has kind of made a lot of people unwilling to buy things which makes the economy go down um but i think with brexit we kind of made a bunch of trading deals with other places and we're doing okay but uh, I, I am, once again, I don't really know enough about Brexit to comment on it. Um, and that is why I don't think the general population shouldn't have voted. I don't, I don't know enough about Brexit to vote on it. Why did I get the option to vote on it? Um, leave it to the experts. <laughs> That's
2: an interesting because, thing because, too. Well, uh, because you're go- your government enforces your economy. Mm. And for it to be legitimized, you know, because if they were to do it on their own, then it would be a dictatorial move, you know. Everybody mm-hmm. that didn't agree with whatever they, they decided would be going absolutely apeshit, you know? Yeah, in a sense. And I it's mean, the it, same thing here when people are talking about, you know, let's force all these billionaires to pay to give up all this money, you know? They shouldn't have it. And it's like, that's kind of the same thing, y'all. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you start to wonder, you know, where does the line get drawn? And people are like, well, you know, you can got to Yeah, well, it goes back to your technology thing. Yeah. A computer needs a number. The laws need a number. You yeah. cannot just well, you know, that's what I give a lot of people on the race issue. I say there's no there's no um there is no legislation based on race. There's no legislation that tells me what the difference in a white and a black or a person of color is. And there can't be because that is racist legislation. Yeah.
0: That's Jim no matter how You
2: look at it. That is that's what it is, you know. You're talking you're talking We got about rid of Nazism. that that used to be legislation we got rid of it because it was racist. Right. And people say, "Well, you know, that's because it was because the white man was doing better." Well, it doesn't matter. Racism isn't doesn't mean you think that white is better. Racism means that you feel there is a one of the most inherent differences between the people in society is either how you view it the tone of their melanin content or their genealogy and most I, people don't even understand either of those so they just call it they they it's a black dude you know yeah. so
1: it everything goes out to fucking linda because it's all semantic yeah i i will say um so uh the lord is not distinguishing um uh colored people non-colored people anything like that but uh actual people do actual judges actual juries do and um there is some legislation to do with um um now i'm not actually sure where the power of this comes from but you know diversity quotas i think they're just in the company like made which i do agree with diversity quotas Mm -hmm. i think the um the uh like race of a company should match the general population if that company is
0: fair. Um, Yeah. Well, that's something we could definitely talk about more in depth. Um, Go ahead and finish.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's there's studies done showing that um, people are more inclusive of their own race. Um, There was um, So this started in the 1990s and went on for about, uh, I think it was 20 or 30 years where they sent out applications to different companies and they send the same application, but it's changed the name from a foreign name to a non-foreign name, um, things like that. And it, people would always have a slight bias towards th- their own culture. Um, and if it's a name they couldn't pronounce, they usually wouldn't hire that person, um, which is, you know, them not being hired based on something they can't control with identical CVs, uh, resumes. And the diversity quotas try and fix this by forcing people to basically forcing the bias out of them to give everyone a fair opportunity because in, I think we all agree that there should be equal opportunities no matter where you're born, no matter how you're born because um, it, it should be fair. Um, having said that, obviously countries don't care that much about fairness otherwise inheritance wouldn't exist. Like you wouldn't be able to give your child money they'd just take it off you and be like, nah, equal opportunity. Everyone starts with zero. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I think even though there are no laws, um, to do with, um, race, uh, there are implicit, there are, there are biases that people don't even know they have. Like you, you don't know if you're biased against uh, a particular race until you actually like, I don't know, um, hold a talent contest and then do an analysis of who you're voting to be the best, and see if you have a bias.
0: Okay. So people have innate
1: biases that they're not even aware of. So you have. Yeah, to- they can't control it. They're not aware of it, and that's and, why. And
2: okay. from a scientific standpoint, it is virtually, especially now, with you know modernized populations, the way yeah. it is, it's virtually impossible to even conceive the idea of figuring out based on genealogy what is this and that because we're all mutts. I mean, we're so mutt now yeah. that it's just ridiculous to even talk about the idea of, well, you know, I'm this, I'm that, you know, I mean, I like, I make jokes about that I'm Spanish and Native Choctaw, Native American Spanish because I'm Choctaw, Irish and Spanish and God knows what else is blended in there. Mm. But that's just what I've been able to find. A little find bit out. of reptile, too, probably. Probably, you know. Who knows? Um, but then there's, you know, I mean, so I could sit and claim Native American stuff. I could claim Spaniard stuff, because, I mean, that's not, you know, and then I could look and say, well, that's technically Latin. You know, Native American. It's just like how far Spandard back do you want to get to the Latin people of South America, and you know, I mean, so does that make me Latin? You know, I mean, I think in so, your, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a useless
1: label because, right,
2: right, it's one of those things that you know. Uh, yeah. So what we end up end up talking about and defaulting to is nationality. People forget that Mexican is not a race; Mexicans of nationality. You know, I hear so many people. Say, say things like, oh, he's racist, he doesn't like Mexicans, and I'm like, no, he's xenophobic. He doesn't like people from outside his nation.
0: It's kind of just, mis- so that kind of makes uh, it, it kind of makes the, the media misrepresenting that kind of racist themselves, doesn't it? Yeah, the media misrepresents everything. I mean, the term anarchism
2: is thrown by the left and right all over the fucking place, and it pisses me off under the to no extent, because <laughs> yeah. I can't teach people about it, because they're like, either ready to grab a stick and go run in the street and beat the shit out of everything. Or, you know, they're ready to give up everything and run off to the wilderness or they think that, you know,
1: I mean, it's. I'm glad that you're a fan of precise terminology. It makes it a lot easier to communicate with you and you explain things if I don't know what they are. So that is, I'm thankful for that. Um...
0: And this is why, this is why I like talking with you, Jacob, because like, I, I don't like the idea of, um, enforcing quotas on companies but then you presented the just now presented the most rational case for it i've ever heard and and that's like it's it's kind of sort of a controversial subject but when you present it like that i'm like well okay i can at least see your point of view on this
1: yeah if you want equal opportunity sometimes you need to enforce equal opportunity um and yeah um, um one of the grounds that that starts to cross over with
2: has to do with, uh, ecology Mm -hmm. because while I am not a fan of laws, I, and I'm not actually, I'm not a fan of the EPA or any of those government agencies because I think they're all crooked, but the idea behind them, you know, to, you know, because a lot of people feel like, you know, an, like the anarchist thought if well there's no government nobody could protect the environment well a government destroys a fucking environment more than anybody
3: yep um
2: <laughs> the environment is my life just like it's y'all's life for someone to come and destroy it is a violent attack on your life you know so if you're living somewhere and somebody shows up with a bunch of sludge and dumps it in the fucking little pond that you fish and get your food from <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the same grounds to me as them showing up with a machete or yeah a rock and trying to beat you to death, you know? Yeah. And the rest of your family. So, I mean, I kind of would react the same to that, you know? So now where we've gotten in society technologically is well, now we've got all this shit and we mm. got to do something with it because somebody just let everybody do this. And that would be the government that let everybody do this because when most of these things occurred, Somebody, somebody stepped up for the most part. Scientists in general were not bad people. The reason they became scientists is because they were concerned with things. They were, they had a compassion for the world and they want to learn how to make things better, easier, healthier, fix things. And they would warn things, take, take uh, Einstein and all nuclear physicists. You know, they didn't want to build a fucking bomb. They wanted to figure out how to give everybody free power. Yeah, but the government stepped in and said, "Hey, um, we just saved y'all. Technically, we just picked y'all up out of this war that y'all were working for this government. Now y'all are either going to work for us or be fucking throwing the clink as war criminals. Build a bomb.
0: Yeah, yeah. do it.
2: And that's this, this you, know, do it. you know that's how you end up with that. So yeah, every time you get government intervention regardless of what it is, you know, you end up with destruction and greed. Um, um, governments time, run the military.
0: Yeah, every time you come out with these big government ideas, surely they, uh, or Jacob, they sound really good, but like I have this tendency to just like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but like uh, just... Mm, you can't trust the government. The government. They have yeah, finish, that, that,
2: that, gets, that gets us into the AI thing. Mm.
0: Uh, I was a quick
1: question to uh Philip, um, if we have enough time. Yeah, we got uh, to go on a couple minutes. It's quiet. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask, So, um, do you like the media as it is, like the twenty-four-hour news cycle? How the media is.
3: Do I like it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's a, Do you think it's a good thing for society? Do, I do, fucking do you... hate it. Okay. <laughs> hate
3: effect effect of it.
1: What would you want to fix about it, or if you could just tear it down and make something new, get rid of it, put in place. Completely.
2: i i think that uh news or just wide open it
0: i think the answer is uh no like um like major news companies that get all this money from that get bought out to like not report things it should be like more on the individual level like like there's actually a lot of um youtubers and like um personal content creators. There's a guy I watch. He has a channel called The People. I actually highly recommend it. He's a, a Russian fellow. He um, <clears throat> He's a freelance journalist. He doesn't have anyone backing him. But all but he goes to, he went to North Korea recently. He went to Venezuela. Um, he went well, to China during well, the pan, pandemic this first breaking. Well, let's um, jump
2: down that hole of why that would be. Why is it that the mainstream media is the mainstream media.
1: Well, I I actually been been that that.
2: when I get on YouTube and I and I tell you or you get on there, why would it not be that?
3: Um,
1: you know, under my like uh, the system I uh, proposed, the twenty-four hour news cycle wouldn't exist. The reason it exists is due to competition. They all try to out out compete each other for sensation for sensationalism and entertainment. And in the system I propose, there would be no competition, so they would just report important news, things the public needed to know. How
2: how would there be no competition?
1: There's no reason to compete with yourself. They
2: just. Do you do you understand why televised anything competes? Um what, oh. is, it, what is it competing for?
0: Oh, that's an excellent question, and um, let, let's hold that thought. When we come back, we'll talk right. about the media, and this we'll talk good... about. We'll talk about guns when we come right back. Right
2: after these messages from our sponsor.
0: Right <laughs> after. Yeah. Glass piece. Yeah. yeah so sorry for cutting <laughs> you guys That's off much. like that. We'll... Yeah. Okay. We're back again. And before we left, we were talking about the media. Uh, there, You guys were right in the heat of it when I cut you guys off. Do you remember where you were at? Yeah. I was saying how. Um, so under that system, I
1: proposed um, the only media would be made by the government, which, yes, is, is that brings all sorts of alarm bells for propaganda. Mm-hmm. But uh, one problem it does solve is the media won't be um, trying to compete with other news channels to try and get the most sensationalist story, the most sensationalist TV show. Um, and I think in our society, a quick fix we can do. Just for the news, not for everything, but just for the news is make it so you can only have um, like two hours of news, say, a week, uh, apart from emergencies and emergency news has to be ran through the government. And what they would do is mean during those two hours, you are only showing the most important bits of news or the most entertaining bits of news. and it will stop this twenty-four-hour news cycle where they have to sensationalize everything. They take the tiniest thing and make it seem so dramatic.
0: My but- problem with that is my problem every time we talk about this. That is, don't trust anyone to like who decides what's in those two hours.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a okay. a fair point, and it is a hard question to ask. Who decides? Can I, it always uh, uh, seems like you're just pushing the problem can further, ask you further, this,
2: further. In Denmark or in you know any other places. Do y'all have anything that is equivalent to our FCC? I'm not sure. I'm not even going to pretend to know the answer. Uh, I don't um, know. You know what the FCC is? No. The Federal Communications Commission. And that is actually our government controlling what we see. People think that we have freedom of press and freedom, which we do on a certain level. But as far as broadcast, it is controlled. People don't think it is it goes through that if if i get on rod i cannot you know running a computer and this brings up the technology thing too the internet screwed a lot of stuff up for systems um we can sit here the four of us and we can put this up all day long what i cannot do is wire up what I can physically do is wire up a broadcast system to actually fire waves across the world across off the stratosphere and bounce off other towers to where any person anywhere who has a device that can power can pick up what I'm saying, completely Mm -hmm. unfiltered, completely unhinged. All right. Um, The FCC will be in my house within an hour. Kicking my door in and dragging me away, and I will be fined so much money. All yeah. my gear will be taken. Everything the government absolutely controls.
1: Our Just to kind of comment on that. Um, so there are um, two cases that I know of where the FCC has had to essentially hire the FBI to get involved in something, and I'll, I'll talk about those in a minute. But um, we have um, something similar here in England. I'm not sure in Denmark, but in England, um, they are so strict on advertisements. Uh, you are not allowed to advertise at all on kids' TV. You're just not. Um, you, so that's why you pay a TV license here to pay for the British Broadcasting Service, which makes a lot of children's shows because they don't need advertisements. Um, there are kind of advertisements in in like the, the breaks between kids' shows, but in an actual kids' show, there is no product placement, nothing like that's allowed. There is extremely strict laws on advertising in general, um, and you know things like in America where they had um, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, which is uh, like like things like that, like Pokemon, where it's basically it wasn't made to sell a toy, but it ends up selling a toy. They had a very big upward hill battle trying to get broadcast in the UK. The UK um, has to explicitly state when things are being advertised. Um, they don't like advertisements on TV in the UK, and the kind of version that controls that everything has to go through um, a thing that basically says if something is inappropriate if it is inappropriate it has to be on after a certain time after nine i think like if it's for adults um, if it shows drugs or violence or something um, and then the case where the fcc that i know of i didn't know the name of it um, um, i just knew that the fbi got involved when a tv company uh, got hacked during an episode of doctor who in america and this was actually kind of crazy because it, it, it was the broadcasting service itself was hacked, which means that is a high level job. It costs a lot of money and they left basically no trace. No one's ever been caught.
2: There's it's been some pretty wild jobs that have been done here, even back in the 80s with old real hackers. I haven't seen, you know, the kids that used to tell me they were into hacking have no idea what hacking is. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah, well, that well, several times you know, crazy, you. crazy your TV broadcast that you're watching, millions of people cuts out and there's somebody else on there doing some shit that's a huge thing
1: Yeah, so this is basically what happened they, they hijacked this uh, broadcast of Doctor Who and they replaced it with this creepy uh, scene of, you know, there was a mask there was some violence there, it went on for maybe like, um, you know, five minutes and then went off and um, th- this is kind of irrelevant to any, like, political points or any, like, you know, there's no conclusion of this. But uh, that was just a case where they had to step in. They brought the FBI in trying to find this, like, broadcast terrorist. Uh,
0: like, I remember <laughs> they Sorry,
1: broad-
2: broadcasting laws is what they did. Mm-hmm. And those, those kind of regulations are so high level. Because what you're talking about is the ability to first of all the ability to put intelligence where they don't know without their ability the government's all about controlling the intelligence so if you're able to pop in and do that during that happened during um i can't remember what show that i remember hearing back in the 80s but um If you're able to do it then, you're able to do it during the presidential address. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody was able to pop in during the presidential address and break off like you're talking about, if you had your manifesto broke down and bam, you just can pop in and be like, hey, everybody, fuck all that shit. Let me tell you how things should go. And you were able to just bam, but that would be, they would be losing their fucking minds. That's the worst thing that could happen for them. So that kind of control, and that that brings around to um, the internet really did a lot of stuff. Facebook's really pissed me off. Social media's really pissed me off because nobody's ever signed a physical contract with them. So, but we can still have what we talk about on there or post brought up in court as legal documentation.
1: Well, actually, um, this is something I know a little bit about um, only because my friend's a lawyer and. Um, so in order to bring up like say your facebook conversation in court uh there's a lot of strict procedures around it um because if you bring an outside of court statement into court it's hearsay um you need to prove an exception of hearsay to do that um so so it's not like you know with your facebook conversations if you said something like i don't know want some heroin they could then also i hate the war on drugs just put it out there, um, but um, they couldn't use that in evidence directly. They'd have to jump for some legal loopholes. Um, but yeah, are you? Um, so you care a lot about your, your data being yours, right? Um,
2: well, it's not so much that because I can get in that that that's a different area, and a lot of people really freak out when I jump into the area of what I talk about with intellectual property okay. and physical property we could talk i want to jump over there yeah intellectual
0: property and law for like a a whole another podcast right i I want to what i want to talk about uh right now is guns because i had a pretty firm stance on guns and i still do um but i've recently been talking a lot with jacob about guns and um that's that's what i love is like because uh I hear alternate points of view in very logical ways that, uh, it's refreshing. It's refreshing because you don't get a lot of that. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Do you want to, do you want to just kind of like, uh, rant about, um, gun control for a minute, Jacob?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. The lot of views on guns have gone back and forth so damn much, which, either makes me the most reliable person to speak about it or the least. Because, um, like, at first I was anti-gun because I was raised to be anti-gun. That was about it. And then Alex convinced me that guns are good. And then I...
0: I think that was our last podcast. Again.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I, like, um, uh, kind of started to think about it myself and what actually happens if you do... Say if they just ban all guns. Um, and how much damage do guns actually do? Do they need to be banned? Um, and i'm talking about in context of america here um so i can kind of go against a lot of the points for guns um like one saying to protect you from your government um guns are not going to protect you from your government uh governments have way too much power their military um could for example stop working for them if if the government was that tyrannical um but also you can't use guns to make the military stop working for the the government it's It's just impractical. The government has nukes. The government has tanks. The government has so many trained soldiers. It doesn't matter if you go to the gun range every day. You're probably not going to be as talented using a gun than a military soldier. Um, Like
0: ants trying to like find a person.
1: Yeah, and the kind of guns you can buy legally in America, um, I assume, are not are not military grade. Um, They'd be more like for hunting or more for um,
0: how they look and how they are. Guns guns, here are really really unnecessarily complicated and I don't understand them. I'm not gonna pretend to do it. This, this goes back
2: to a lot of the uh, perception versus um, actuality of our laws here. We, our first amendment, people, are, or the second amendment, excuse me, the, the, just like the first amendment, people assume that it is completely upheld, that, that those rights are there and we're just right now Trying, you know, it's like some of these nationalists are going off and saying, you know, it's about my rights, my rights. They're not, they're not understanding that we do not have those rights fully, and we have not had them for a long time. They've been, they've been twisted, and you have to fight for them nonstop.
3: Yeah.
2: in a in a in a, in a traffic stop, your Fourth Amendment right is constantly fought for. Every yeah. time they say, "Can I search your vehicle?" Every time they say you have to give me proof of ID, your Fourth Amendment right is being, I'm assuming that's the Fourth Amendment right, it's being challenged right there. That is what our forefathers would have said, what in the fuck are you doing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, literally, those people
2: would have been brought into town square and hung. mm -hmm. Are most of our politicians nowadays, not even based off some bullshit somebody dug up, just what they get out there and blurt they would have been drugged into town square and hung and everybody would have cheered it. And it wouldn't have been a fucking like evil thing. That'd have been like, look, son, that's what
0: happens when you try to be a fucking dictator. Because yeah, we in America, America, we don't celebrate authoritarianism. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. Alex. <laughs> Unless it's <laughs> robots. <laughs> or,
2: or, 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 <laughs> the thing is there's some nationalists that go so far on that side that end up doing that, you know? Um, and that's what you end up doing with extremism on either side. You end
1: up. So I'll lay down my point of view that I don't think um, civilians should have access to weapons. I don't think police should have access to weapons. Um, and the main reason is you don't need to execute anybody, really. Um, I, I, I mean, even if you think capital punishment should exist, there should be a process to apply capital punishment, a trial, a. Um, a a system where you actually determine the person is 100% guilty because people can get framed. It is more important to let guilty people go free than kill innocent people for crimes they didn't do. And guns are like, their only purpose is to execute and you should not be giving that power to random people. And I don't think that power should really exist in a system um, because the chance of you killing someone innocent is way too high. There are just statistically um that there are so many examples of guns being used incorrectly and i don't think letting guns be legal just for hunting is really that good either because that's a kind of a poor excuse um i i know a lot of people think about defending their homes and i should have a gun to defend my home um but i mean
2: well before
1: before we get into the standard
2: Yep. broad argument let me um go ahead and address the wording that you're using as it is yep you don't think people should be allowed you don't think the law enforcement should be allowed
3: yeah
1: they should not be
2: i don't by think by not being allowed pretty much says someone must enforce someone attempting to break said rule how is If I'm not allowed to have a firearm, then how does someone enforce me not having a firearm? Uh,
0: Use their firearm to enforce that.
1: Uh, I just there as well. Um, In England, the police don't let you have guns. And yet, if you have a gun, the police will, well, depending on what you're doing with the gun, if you go out there shooting, they'll get some special op team, some subsection of the military to come fight you. Uh But if you, on the general, if I walk up like down the street holding a gun, a police officer won't go get guns to stop me. They'll just tackle me and grab it off them. And they are at risk of me shooting them. But, um, that, that's the kind of risk analysis that oh. we work with here. They right. say that, well, a police officer might get shot by a criminal, right. but that is that, that's better than a police right. officer You're saying there's now. no
0: situation where a police officer should be using lethal force?
1: Yeah, even in self-defense. Even in self-defense, a police officer should right. not kill someone. I,
0: I think I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, you, should you, could use just, you could just enter, no. you could train right. them better to deal to deal with yeah. our. Well,
2: right, and, and that's the police... Yeah. discussion that's the law enforcement discussion yeah. I'm yeah. trying to uh, so you're saying that only special or you're saying military which is technically you're not only allowing all right what you're doing here and this is what and I'm going by American by the Constitution and this actually got changed not too long ago and then didn't get changed once again and then didn't get changed once again um, as a fail safe in america against um tyranny against true tyranny against yep. a, our government literally saying real oppression fuck y'all stay in your house we don't give a shit yeah you do what we say you're not getting paid go fucking get in the fields and war, whatever they yep. would have to use the military they cannot use the police police are not trained that way police are go it's home pretty. to their wife and kids every day uh, yeah there's not enough of them any force that takes over uses a military. Our yeah. number one way to ensure a beautiful way to, and I'm to I'm probably gonna miss it. It's either the thirteenth or the fourteenth. I think it's for 13th or fourteenth amendment. One of the amendments, mm-hmm. we are not allowed to have our own military operate on our own soil.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We haven't. That's right. why our national guard is different. Our national guard is statewide and is controlled by our own our governors um because it's a state level our federal government is not allowed until bush yeah bush allowed that to occur and that is a very scary thing people don't understand how scary that is mm. all right what it does is it allows our military to take action on our own soil now mm. that's not so scary as do you think you know, military people. I know military people are very patriotic and they never turn a bullet on their fellow citizen, no matter how far one side or anything, unless they were actually killing somebody, you know, mm-hmm. because they're that nationalist and then that a constitutionalist.
0: There, about there's a both on there's a lot on both ends of that. Yeah. Right.
2: So but the problem that people need to worry about now is our intervention in other countries backed behind the UN, which is the world police. Yep. Is just that. Is where a country decided to revolt or some power in a country rose up against the ability to stop them. Mm -hmm. And the UN stepped in because it was inhumane or yada yada or whatever the bullshit that they wanted to tell us it was because it was bullshit. I can guarantee you that these governments are not about humanity they're not about saving people's lives they're about the interest of commodity oil opium minerals whatever yep okay um you end up having a situation now to bring it back to what you're talking about with the cops you know one person has a gun walking down the street that's fine but what you have here is kind of touching on the keep yourself again you know away from the military see to the
1: military to, is well, to,
2: to, uh, as far as keeping the keeping the military where the military is acting or having them come in when the situation gets too high okay? if you have the ability which we do here. I mean, it's literally impossible to sweep weapons out. You want to sweep every gun out. If they managed to successfully have a weapon sweep and take everybody that didn't want to give them and got everybody to turn them in, there will still be so many buried somewhere by militias, by. I gang-ings.
1: agree. And that's the point I wanted to, uh, to make. You um, would so think? Anything-
2: right. You would end up having Sorry. territories much worse than what's going on in Portland because Portland is really kind of a facade, to be honest with you. Um, when you get in a real deal mafioso style, because that's what that comes from, is you know, the strongest people in the area protect the weakest, because the police cannot do it anymore. The police can't protect you anymore. They showed up and they couldn't handle it. or you know, And I mean, that happens now. That happens all every day now in this country. They show up to robberies and burglaries and they're like, fill out a report, yada, yada, and they leave and nothing ever happens. Nothing, you know. So mm-hmm. while that's a waste of time, um, you have organized crime that would, in essence, take over.
1: yeah so that's something i wanted to address because that is a big issue um and i like to kind of compare this to prohibition in america when they tried to ban something very popular among americans and it did two things it made americans uh drink probably more and it caused rampant crime because they were like well we can't get alcohol legally so let's get it from the mafia and then um it 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 gave a lot of money to crime and it meant that crime just rose, skyrocketed. Um, However, I don't think a good excuse for letting your civilians carry around murder weapons is, um, oh, well, if we take it off them, they'll get even more dangerous. Um, No, give it like two decades. And um, I believe that if you phase out guns, there'll eventually be none left. And I believe this because We've basically done it in every other country. You know, it's not like we still carry around swords. Um, uh, weapons get phased out all the time. It's not a scary well, deal. Wait, uh, weapon, everybody I know it, carries some kind of weapon. Weapons,
0: weapons get phased out weapon, because we, have, we invent We're our
1: Yes, but like, um, you wouldn't trust the average American with a nuclear weapon uh, because it's too deadly.
0: Well, I have, a, I have a question for you, Jacob. Have you ever um, had, had to call the police? Yes. How long did it take them to get there?
3: Well,
1: uh, not really long. I was in Denmark. Um, in England, let me think. Uh, I, th- I, I, I might be misremembering. It was a long time ago, but I think around like ten minutes for them so to. There get. is
0: there is a huge discussion taking place in America already about the police and whether they can truly protect us, and so. The unfortunate reality in America in a lot of those situations is they don't get in time to be preventative. A lot of them don't even have preventative training. They're very poorly uh, e- educated and, and uh, trained. And it's mm. mostly just damage control. It's not really preventative stuff.
1: Show up and file a report.
0: So. That's really
1: sad. And I kind of get what you're saying. If someone breaks into your house and is going to stab you and kill you, you want something there to be able to stop them from doing that.
2: I'm going to give um, you a personal and- example. I, we came home and my back door had been kicked in, like broke and yeah. half kicked in, all right? Had I, I immediately called the police then and said, I haven't gone in my home yet, they would have sent units over on a 911 call to go bust and walk through my house to see nobody in there but then they would have had access to my home okay mm-hmm. and they would have immediately started looking around my house to find anything that they could hit me with just <laughs> because you know that's what they fucking do um disgusting yeah so yeah. what I did was well you know I, I happened to be with my family when we all pulled up together to s- discover this yeah. thank God told them to stay outside, and I went inside ready to, you know, do some pretty fucked up things to somebody. So, you know, I run inside, run through the place, pretty certain it's going to be empty, you know. I'm not that fucking lucky to catch the (laughs) son of a bitch, you know. So, run through, I realize everything's cool, and tell them to go ahead and come in. I'll start assessing damage, and I'll call the cops. I told the police what had happened. I told them my back door is kicked in half. I cannot seal my house shut right now. I need you to come out to file a report on this so I can fix it because if you change things, they can't file a report. Somebody can't look and get the clues they need to figure things out if they really wanted to fucking do this, okay? If they really wanted to find this out. And I tell them, call me when you get here. Tell them to call me when you get here. I may not hear them knocking. Yep. The very next day, at some point in the morning, midday morning, I'm sitting downstairs by my busted up, my now sealed up back hole. Yep. Everything in place is cleaned up because I don't want to sit around with my knocked over gear that didn't get stolen, mm. and because I had to assess what had gotten stolen and go through and you know, yeah. And I hear beating on my door upstairs. To which I go up and I find four detectives, and they're detectives because they're in on marks, standing there, looking up at me like as I open the door like something's occurring. I said, "Y'all are a little bit late." <laughs> Because at this point, I only really need one of y'all. And I didn't send one of y'all. I was like, you know, I called y'all yesterday and I actually asked that y'all stop. Well, which three of them decided to not talk anymore. And they just kind of moseyed off and spent the next, I don't know, (laughs) the 45 minutes, the one who took the report, Mm. hanging out by their cars and not doing shit, Mm. you know, and he took the report. They all four walked around the back and told me, well, this is obviously this and this is obviously this and this is obviously this and made all these assessments right off the cuff without having any info really from me whatsoever. Asked me if they could come in and look. I said, no, there's no reason for you to come in my home now and look around. I've already cleaned everything up so there's no evidence you're going to get.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was pretty much it. That's a pretty common story with the police system here.
1: Right. yeah so quick question um so so even if you don't agree with um guns being phased out from people right. um y- it would seem like you would uh, be okay with them being phased out from the police because they am incompetent I'm,
2: I'm okay with the police being phased out yeah I'm okay um, with, I, and when i say that a lot of people stop at police but they don't want to stop where i'm talking about i'm talking about law enforcement
0: now we're talking about
2: anarchy i'm talking about pure anarchy
0: yeah
2: i'm talking about pure you don't tell me what to do yeah nobody is here to enforce that because if we all know how to fucking live right you know that's that's why the feudal world worked because everybody walked around with a sword and you didn't know if that dude could cut your head off quicker than you could his so you just kind of bowed went by your day
0: you don't try it
2: you know yeah
1: i don't the feudal world was a good way to live, and I don't think it well, worked. Um,
2: it's, it's kind of that
1: way now, here. In a, in a way, I suppose, because, like, you know... Um,
2: Compared I, it to I, the law on told drugs.
1: Me uh, Alex saw me something really interesting about... Um, so if you take... Um, if you give guns to a place, crime will go down because people are too scared to rob people because they might have a gun, um, which is uh, interesting and... It kind of goes. Um, it, it's kind of like um, the um, like during the Cold War. No one wanted to attack anyone else because you know they might get attacked back. Um, and it, it is a, um, a a kind of false sense of security where everyone is too scared because at some point someone is not going to be too scared and bad things are going to happen. Now, I do think so that if you take there's guns too many away, people around uh,
0: that guy that can stop it real fast.
2: Bad things are always going to happen.
3: Yeah,
1: mm.
2: just uh, like yeah, that's true. Just like a, just like an economy could be doing better than it ever did under some system nobody thought would ever fucking work. You know, it's a lot and more. And some <laughs> crazy fucking thing like a uh, mm-hmm. pandemic could come in and completely screw the plans up, no matter what kind of system you had in place, no matter that's how a, real I mean. or false something is.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Some unseen variable can always come in and screw your fucking plans up
0: you know what's I do- more efficient than a government regulated law enforcement system mm-hmm. a uh socially enforced vigilante system
1: i would say i do respect anarchy a lot like it, it seems to and like even feudalism to an extent i used to think that was like the stuff because it's super uh, simple so It's a just like simple the, system I like they like kind of with them.
2: I like the way people with English accents say "anarchy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> anarchy, yeah. I'll <laughs> um, say anything. There's, I <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, um, I'm sorry, I had something, but I lost it. Go ahead. I, I, I had to throw that in. Sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I think uh, the reason guns should be phased out is because the cost of having guns in a society uh, are, are just too great for the benefits. Like yes, you'll be saving some lives by being able to shoot uh, criminals, um, uh, and civilians, and police alike. But I don't think you should be encouraging your population to commit lethal self-defense. Um, maybe get them trained in some kind, of, like, well, promote
0: martial arts training. The hope, um, is that like, won't. the hope is that you won't have to use it. It's more of a deterrent, like nukes.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean,
0: I,
1: so that's that's a problem. Um, well,
2: think, think about this now because I was gonna I was gonna say compare that to the war on drugs because you know it's like saying all drugs should be phased out I don't think heroin No, I hate
1: thing. I hate the war on drugs I don't um, think wrong I, I don't I think, I don't all all I don't, I don't think
2: heroin is a good thing okay do I think it should be illegal no because the government the the, the police aren't phasing out heroin dealers and to mm. be honest with you I would be much more effective as as to going and finding my local heroin dealer and shooting him in the face.
0: Like taxi driver. Because, you know,
2: because the whole taxi neighborhood driver. knows this dude is there giving this poison. But because of yada de yada, nobody can do anything. So one day everybody wakes up and he's laying there with no face on the fucking corner. When the cops
0: show up to file their little report.
2: 's got anything to
0: say no one said shit, and um I have seen nothing let's take another break hey so we're back we lost uh Jacob. Um, he had to go but um he uh, wanted to tell you guys he said he had a good time talking and that um he had a lot of respect for uh, you guys in uh differing opinions bring which uh that's something I really like about him is presenting his ideas in a He's just like, hey, this is. I'm just throwing this idea out here to bounce off of you.
2: Absolutely, I I really appreciated that.
0: Yeah, it's refreshing because, you know, when you're um, when you're a British guy telling Americans your opinions on guns, um, Mm. (laughs) like, it's just cool the way he addresses things.
2: But it also gives it gives a lot of leeway. You know, I don't have to we don't have to go back and forth at each other because we can ask each other what the difference is over there. Cause I mean, there's stuff, I don't know about
0: Denmark and about what goes on mm-hmm. over here.
2: You know, yeah. I know about what goes on here by
0: firsthand. The last time I had him on the podcast, um, I was asking him about um, what the media reports about America overseas. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much what you'd expect. It's a lot of, uh hyperbole yeah a lot of uh, similar to how it is here except you know obviously he was he was saying you know mostly it's local news they don't talk about you know foreign affairs too much but when they do this is what it's and i'm like okay that actually matches up with it's a
2: it's a real shame i used to listen to when i listen to npr here which npr has gotten very biased too um bbc would play they would play bbc news um and I always like to listen to BBC news because you're not getting an Americanized perspective of America. You're getting what, and it used to, you know, I used to find out a lot of stuff that, you know, earlier than we would hear about it here that was going on here, you know, because it was trying to be covered up here so much. And, you know, these yeah. foreign, these foreign presses are pretty crazy and they would find stuff out. And, but I watched it shift. I, I mean, I literally saw, you know like a lot of people did a lot of people just turn a blind eye to it and just act like whatever but you literally watch the mainstream media all bend down one pipeline and you know basically start getting bought up is what they started happening
0: right what do you what do you guys think about the whole gun thing because i know i know neif you would take it just full anarchy if we could have it your way but in a system where we do have a government do you think something like what Shirley's or what Jacob's suggesting would be better or than what we currently have?
2: No, I think, um, personally, I think we've tried too many things here and the criminal element, no matter how you want to look at it, because, you know, some people don't see some crime as being a crime and there's a lot of room for argument when it comes to victimless crime, you know? So we have such a drive here of anti-authoritarianism, but, and also nationality, you know. So you got nationalism. So nationalists definitely will not, you know, be down with that because it is in our, our, the whole idea that we should not only have access to weapons, it's not just guns, it's weapons. And these weapons should be equal to that of the government. We are supposed to be allowed to have a nuclear weapon if we could afford it you know, there's a big argument with why does America or the UN or whoever get to be the ones that run around the world and decide who gets to have a nuclear weapon? Right. Why are we the only ones that can point them at somebody else? And these people and they, you know, they're well, all the answer. All the loud, so
0: the answer is power, right? We have the biggest.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and then that's questionable. You know, that's because that that's when you get in the military discussion. But I mean, in the in the war, in the in the Revolutionary War, we had no Navy, virtually no Navy. It was like 10 boats or something. You know, our Navy ended up being French pirates saving our asses. Um, but that whole clause was not just about protecting us from our government. It was so that we were able to assist our government, which is supposed to be of the people you know, we are supposed to be our governing party where we just elect people to represent because we're too busy growing grain or whatever the hell we do, you know? So we just get some dude to go do it and we're like, yeah, hey, you can have some state money. Everything's been convoluted for years, obviously, you know? So back then, part of that was you were told if you have a boat that can hold cannons put some cannons on it it wasn't just you know make sure everybody's got a musket it was to the level of you need to be our national defense because we are a young nation and everybody fucking hates us because we're criminals we told the biggest power in the world fuck you
0: yeah and now we got to back it up
2: and now we have to back it up because they are coming for our asses everybody who signed the Declaration of Independence, every signature on there, as people understand about John Hancock and the whole, by John Hancock, and it was huge. They understood if we lose this war, every name on here is hung. Yeah. Hung. Without question, we are all hung by the fucking king, and they will celebrate in England the day we get hung. Yeah. And that's why Hancock was like, you goddamn right. I know that. And that's why I'm going to sign my name bigger than shit because fuck (laughs) them, bring it.
0: Yeah. You know? The biggest fuck. And
2: and that's what nationalism or real national pride was. It wasn't about this, we are a country and we're powerful, yada, yada. yada. It was, no, we're. You have to band together in order to fight oppression. Right. Right. That's like the most American thing we want to do. They're (laughs) anarchists. I tell people all the time, Benjamin Franklin was the biggest fucking anarchist on the planet, mm. you know, and he's one that one of the people that saved our asses in, the, in that war. But the way people talk now, it's almost like we, sh- well, we should have long, we shouldn't have been there in the first place, you know, Here, the, the shit, same thing with Christopher Columbus, but Columbus didn't, as far as I know, didn't set foot on North America. I was making jokes about that. Was he like, what was he on the Mayflower or something? I, you know, I don't know. No, I don't
3: know enough about it. It's
2: just it's it's that's what I'm saying. It's it's you know, it's it's hyperbole. It's people you know just just taking things to these extreme levels to try to emote, I guess their feelings. Do feeling you think?
0: Do you think the government should regulate guns or do you think it's important for people to have guns or
3: what do you think? I mean, bears are always going to be a problem and I know I can't fist fight bears. So (laughs) I definitely think I would rather have an RPG, uh, you know, just to (laughs) deal with the horde of bears or, you know, flying sharks with lasers. Those are pretty freaking, you know. Those are pretty freaking prevalent. Sometimes, right. you know, those we get swarms of those. So I definitely think, you know, I need a whole ass Abrams tank, you know, for that shit. Right. So I definitely think we should be on the level of our government, like we. Sh-
0: not because of of the government, but because of bears and flying sharks.
3: Well, yeah. because of bears and flying sharks, exactly. If, if our right. government, because rails- our government is not protecting us from those things. Right. Yeah, we don't even
0: hear about that in the media. When's the last time we heard about bears bear attacks?
2: hey think about this
0: if we were allowed
2: if the government ran as efficiently as it could and everything was as cheap as it should be we'd all be able to be issued abrams tanks right then we could drive to work and slow (laughs) as hell don't worry about wrecks traffic jams nothing nobody's gonna fuck with anybody because everybody's got a fucking abrams (laughs) but better than that we don't even have to boast to the rest of the world Nobody is gonna come fuck with us. <laughs> the entire civilian populace drives Abrams. <laughs> we don't even if, know which one have surface to air capable. We don't even know what the different capabilities because they all g- got allowed options and shit. So just f- getting near that country with an enemy something, it's gonna be fucking downed. You know.
0: What if that's how traffic law works? Like the bigger vehicle just goes where it wants because. <laughs> <fuck you. laughs> right
2: right you know well i mean you know if you got the right kind of lights that's yeah. how it works you know cop can get away with ramming into you and killing you and your damn family and, oh i was having my lights on
0: you know yeah i know i saw you you hit me Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know i mean so mm. What do you guys think about um, Jacob's uh, robot dictatorship thing? Uh, what was it? The cybercratic, the cybercratic party. Cybercratic
3: party. party. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's that's great. No, I I really think that uh, at least what what Jacob was was talking about. I do I do agree with uh, that having some sort of uh, program or you know computer program in place. For the allocation of resources, like he was saying, though there would still need to be a human component. Uh, so I feel like even if we did have that, there would still be, you know, there would still be other issues. You know, it wouldn't fix everything, but I do think as far as you know, leveling things out so that you don't have have, you know, things such as well ghettos and projects so pretty much you know everywhere is is doing about the same I do think that that's that that is a a I think it's a good idea to strive for but you know a lot along with a lot of other good ideas it goes gets into how do you implement those ideas and how do you do it now because if you started that way it'd be fine but we are not like that so how do you go about enforcing these things? And then then you get into the enforcement. Is enforcement even right? And personally, right. I think that, you know, as far as I really think that we don't need law enforcement. There really shouldn't have to be law enforcement. So it's like socially enforced. Right. And I feel like the people, the people know what's right and wrong. And in the right. sense of like, you know, lynching and things like that, where they took their, you know the majority ruled i feel like that situation could work a lot better than people want to admit that it works just because it's been used to oppress sometimes right. doesn't mean that it's a, a necessarily a failed system
0: it works right. if the individual any thinks any for themselves
3: Could be used to oppress right exactly
0: yeah like if you think about the the mob rule like you know just let's vigilante just go take care of the bad guys ourselves that kind of thing i think that works if the individuals in that are actually individuals and their viewpoints aren't being hijacked or manipulated in some way right right and then that's when you get into education
2: and that's a lot of people fail to realize what this is it starts with education because we can change our view now but as far as social change goes it you you have to Teach this generationally. You know, that's when people get things mixed up about systemic. Things aren't systemic as they are generationally taught. The cops aren't systemically racist, as there's a lot of people with a certain level of education or a certain type of education that just demographically end up getting in this job. Mm -hmm. And that education that they got led them to believe whatever racist motives they have and it's not necessarily always the motive where it's a supremacy sometimes it's a reverse thing and it's not where it, you know where it's like they feel less because of you know so therefore you know then then you've got that you know because everything comes out on a negative ends up when on a negative you know sure. so the idea of People are having a big lash out now about abolish the police, but they don't, they wouldn't, most of them don't agree with me when I say abolish all law enforcement, because I say that means codes. That means child services. You know, one thing that people didn't bring up during, uh, you know, a year or so ago, a couple years ago, when all the child separation on the border was happening, that child separation happens here by our government all the time. All the time
0: time yeah it
2: can be argued whether it's a good or a bad thing i mean there's a lot of horrible situations it's great that the kids got taken out of but i mean it's a good and a bad thing right? right there's many situations where those kids got put into a worse situation and had worse outcomes i mean there's specified instances where kids were taken out of a not a bad place it was just a law got broken you know not a bad situation a law got broken they were removed from that home and put into a situation where a law was being manipulated and they ended up dying from it you know the child ended up dying due to neglect because and that was a government assisted thing now those people were not correct in their abuse of that system but that system allowed them to and that's the same way when you come into gun control you're allowing system allowed it so the system controls the guns so therefore whoever it allows to have them is under their complete um custody mm-hmm. this is why it is the government's fault that the cops are fucking up and it has nothing to do with systemic racism It has to do with gun laws if we had wide open gun laws and there was none of this shit you couldn't really blame it on the government right. saying, Hey, we didn't really have any stand in this, but the cops are set up like the military now, you know, they got that crazy ass weaponry that we can't have. If we have a gun legally on us, we have to tell them when we get pulled over and they can draw down on us. And I've seen dudes get shot just because of that. Yeah. There's what's his name. I got shot saying I'm off carrier.
0: And they mm-hmm. said, Get it's your
2: correct. ID. And he reached for his fucking ID and they blast his ass, you know? And that's one of those things where it's, you know, it's, it's, it's beyond sad. It's sad for that situation, but it is absolutely infuriating to people like me that have been trying to scream at everybody about y'all are barking up the wrong goddamn tree when we need to fucking cut this forest down, you know? Yeah, yeah looking at the, uh, running. The result, not the uh, source. Right. You know, it goes in and then we get into the judicial system. Most of the problem isn't the police. It's the judicial system. And people are like, well, the police don't get away with it. Well, they get away with these crimes. Exactly. That's the judicial system's failure. They don't do the crime. They don't do time for the crime
0: where we would.
2: And that's a failure of the justice system. That's not a failure of the police department.
0: It's not across the board
2: the failure of the police department is the action that they commit in the first fucking place mm-hmm. they hire dipshits that fucking get power hungry
0: you know well so. it's uh it's been a nice conversation gentlemen
2: yeah yeah well, you know.
0: uh, awesome thanks as always for doing this and uh thank you guys for watching and uh do all do all the things go subscribe uh we also have a patreon if you like what we're doing here um so yeah links below oh yeah and um jacob wilson as you saw at the beginning is a very talented mentalist and i'll put up some stuff where you can find more of his stuff because he's he doesn't only do mentalist stuff he also does uh like illusions card tricks coin tricks um yeah it's a absolute fucking mad lad (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, everyone have a good day, good night, whatever it is.